Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just gonna be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. I've been, I've been, I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that. You need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway. And you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing, we're all going through the same thing, we're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfect school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life, I tell you. This is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to, I didn't have a choice. I will recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing, <laughs> what else to say about it. Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. 
I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going. Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up, come. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to carry him. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor! So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Langatita la brade liga oka pavake tila mandele pronde vikate zila kusha mevrafia azufeke kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kista amandele kushta pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare makusha arade dia azaka talabante Monde le kashte iza azuva Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte Kapro soto lomande le keshta azuka ramande Mavo, mavo, mavo I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced May the Lord favor you today May the Lord give you the grace 
to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now. In Jesus' mighty name. of the spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah ah, yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Professor. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. 
Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? You know one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> So excited to be here with you, to be speaking with you, and to teach you about breaking spiritual stagnancy. I want everybody that is on, I want you to begin to share it, and I, I want you to let somebody know that Prophet Lovi is live, and God is about to teach us something new that will take us to another level and another dimension. I'm so excited for you to hear this and I'm so excited for you to learn this truth that will change your walk with God forever. I see uh, Madam Oli watching from Namibia. Namibia is blessed because of you. I want you to share. I want you to, to, uh, I want you to share uh, as much as you can, whether you're on YouTube, you're on Facebook, you're on uh, Periscope. I want you to let somebody know by the Spirit of God that we are about to go deep in the truth and the reality of God's Word. What separates believers from other believers is not the anointing. Let me explain it. The anointing is not what makes believers different, different because the content of the anointing does not change. That is why you find in the scriptures, it never says that grow in the anointing. The Bible says grow in two things, in the knowledge of God and in grace. What changes a believer is what you know about God and the grace that you have given yourself to, meaning the complete work of God that he did through the Lord Jesus on the cross. These two three things are what changes a believer's life forever. So somebody can have great gifts, but it's not the evidence of spiritual maturity. Because the evidence of spiritual maturity is the breaking of spiritual stagnancy. So I want to teach somebody that it's going to push you to another level. That is my prayer for you today. This is my prayer for you this hour. Wherever you're watching me from, whether you are in, in Africa, whether you are in the U.S., whether you are in Europe, whether you are in Asia, I want God to bless you and I want you to be prepared with your Bible. I want you to be prepared with your Bible and I want you to share. When you have shared, I want you to, to type and say, I have shared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So it's not about growing in gifts. <laughs> it's about growing in the word of God and growing in grace. When these two things come together, because you can never grow in what you don't know. So you need the word of God in order for you to know what grace is. When you understand these two things, then your growth in the Lord Jesus becomes like a rocket flying straight to the moon. You just shoot up. You won't need a runway to take off. You just shoot up straight from where you are. So if you have shared, I want you to type, I have shared, and I will begin to teach you. And I will begin to speak to you the mind of God. 
as the Lord has been teaching me and as the Lord has raised me. Glory be to Jesus. I think it was your computer. Chris, mute your phone, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. I want every single person to share it. Are you ready? If you're ready with your book, I want you to begin. Uh, I want you to pay attention because I'm going to begin speaking in a little bit. Hallelujah. Glory, Fantelino. Ebron de Gishta Avalekia Safro Teliga Azova Talamande. Shankorabadia Talakista. Mereve Tia Tolaba Shantele Kerabasun Talakista. Feravonte Paravia Talakista Avara Tolakia Tamaradia. Rendele Kista Avalakoste Iva Katola Marande Gesente Lebrande Gisto. Arabasonte Lebron de Gista. Meredia Tosha. Kabora tiatala mandele kara diatala ia sepora basia konkaraba konkaria tabasente lebron katalashia azova kete kapro soto liba adalakia eza talamande pravosa tila ija aparadia tole basante kera basunta lentora basante legista atalaba are you ready i feel the presence of god now listen to me carefully carefully children there is something about stagnancy that God does not like. Because when you're spiritually stagnant, it means you cannot move to the greater and newer levels in the realm of the spirit that God has prepared for those who love him and those who are called according to his will. Just as a baby, when a baby is born and the baby turns three years old or five years old and the baby is not walking, it means something is wrong with the child. So it is the same way in the realm of the spirit. When a believer is 10 years old or 20 years old, but you're still sucking your thumb and crawling, or your diaper is still being changed and you have not grown to a young adult, it means something is fundamentally wrong. That is why we have so many believers that a simple message can make somebody argue because they have still not expanded beyond where they are. I recently did a message on angels and, uh, and I posted it on... on uh, 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 Sadiq, a prophet, I'm, I'm from West Africa. I like your topic on angels. God bless you, Sadiq. May the Lord give you angelic visitations. I was teaching about companionship with angels. And uh, I posted it on my Instagram. And I was so saddened because as plain and simple <laughs> as the message is, there was somebody already arguing, saying that, no, you can't have companionship with angels. You cannot walk with angels or talk with angels. It's only with God. And I was so surprised because the Bible makes it so obvious. But some will never grow to this level because they are still stagnant spiritually. 
If you see a believer that is always worried about deception, know that that believer is not mature. Because the spirit of God inside you will reveal whatever spirit is before you. You don't use your mind to understand the devil. You use the spirit of God. That is why the Bible says that even though the enemy may come in as a rush in as a flood, the spirit of God will raise a standard. Meaning, whatever dimension the devil moves, God will always move you higher to be able to tell who is before you. So spiritual stagnancy destroys people, especially believers. I wish I had some people that are listening. Spiritual stagnancy will keep you from growing into greater relationship with God. It means that you have limitation in you and you have limited the work with God in you. Uh-huh. Roxanne worship, uh, Roxanne's worship, I'm watching from the UK. I cannot w- stop watching your teachings. We thank, we thank the Lord Jesus. Everything I do, I do it because I want people to come to a greater knowledge of the Lord Jesus. I wish somebody would catch me. So I want you to understand this. And I want you to catch it with all your heart. So many believers are stagnant. They will see God using somebody to save souls, to deliver people, to change people. But they will argue with them even though they cannot function in the same dimension or the same level spiritually as the other person is. How can you teach somebody to drive? You have never driven even a bicycle. How can you teach somebody to read? You don't even know the alphabet. How can you correct somebody on a topic that you have no clue or no understanding of? This is what God wants to remove from his people. I I wish I had some people. I don't think people are ready for where I'm about to go. Oh, Lord Jesus, I just bless you for everybody. As a child of God, you must reject to be stagnant spiritually. Whenever you are stagnant, imagine this, right? Let me give you an example. Oh, Mr. Daniel Williams, I'm very thankful for you. I want you to catch this. I want you to understand this. Look at this, son. If you sit, put, for one week without moving, you will get skinny, you will be thirsty, you will wither and slowly begin to die. Because you are stagnant. You have not been able to move and grab greater things and greater, uh, and greater, you have not been able to move forward into into the kitchen to cook or to get water and do such things simply because you're stagnant. It is the same thing spiritually. 
when somebody is not graduating in the realm of the spirit, you wither and die. I don't know if somebody is understanding this. Now capture this. You cannot grow. You cannot grow spiritually by simply reading the word of God. I know somebody is shocked. Reading the word of God and hearing the word of God are two different things. Whenever you open your Bible, you should not be reading about God, but you should be hearing the voice of God speaking to you. That is why we have people who will read the Bible and they will come out with false doctrine simply because they can't hear God. That is why the Bible says this. It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You don't grow because you are hearing somebody speak about Jesus. You grow by hearing somebody who is speaking, using the voice of Jesus to you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Meaning whoever is not hearing by the word of God will never grow. Because faith only comes when you hear God, not when you hear a good preacher. That is why I don't like motivational speakers. Because they cater to your soul, but they never cater to your spirit. Because faith only comes by hearing God. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. And if you do not have, if you do not have faith, you cannot please God. So you don't please God because you worship him. Ah, somebody is going to be, uh, I feel like a devil somewhere. I feel like the devil is catching fire right now. You do not grow in relationship with God because you're worshiping him. You do not grow in relationship with God because you're praying. Because if your drive is not faith, if you do not live by faith, you are not pleasing God. It doesn't matter if you stop lying, if you stop drinking. That means nothing if you do not live by faith. Meaning a believer's life is centered on what God has spoken. Not on what they think. Not because they can understand it, but because, because they know. The Lord has spoken it, I'm convicted by it, I will run with it. Oh, somebody, I wish somebody could hear this. Oh, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the living Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God is just so amazing. God is just so great. I'll call you back. 
God is just so amazing and God is just so great. Because what transforms you, what brings you deeper with God is revelation knowledge. Now, let me, let me shock somebody with something. Are you ready for this? Even God is not stagnant. Even the Lord is not stagnant. When people hear that it says that I am the Lord, I change not, they think God is stagnant. When the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, they think that God is stagnant. Let me shock you. God changes, but he does not change based on purpose. His purpose does not change, but his mind changes. The purpose of God does not change, but his mind changes. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> The purpose of God will not change. So when he says, I am the Lord, I do not change. He's saying my purpose does not change. But the mind of God changes. The mind of God can change. (laughs) I know some people, I've never heard this, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me give you scriptures. Before somebody says, oh, prophet is uh, he's speaking his own things. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Exodus chapter 32. Exodus chapter 32. Uh, Let's do from verse, let me give you a verse. Start from verse 9. 9 to 14. Exodus 32 from 9 to 14. Mm. Exodus 32 from verse 9 to 14. Mm. Mm. And the Lord said unto Moses, Uh I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Uh Now therefore, let me alone, that Mm. my wrath may wax hot Mm. against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of thee a great nation. Mm-hmm. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people, mm-hmm. which thou hast brought forth out mm-hmm. of the land of Egypt mm-hmm. with great power mm-hmm. and with a mighty hand? Mm-hmm. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, 
for mm -hmm. mischief did mm -hmm. he bring them out mm -hmm. to slay them in the mountains mm -hmm. and to consume them from the face of the earth mm -hmm. turn from thy fierce wrath mm -hmm. and repent of this evil against thy people mm -hmm. remember Abraham Isaac and Israel mm -hmm. thy servants to whom thou swearest by thine own self mm -hmm. and sayest unto them I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed Mm. and they shall inherit it forever. Mm -hmm. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Let me ask you a question. Is God evil? No. <laughs> so evil is not, is not really, I don't want to start trouble because somebody, Notice, Moses is telling God, repent of this evil. What does repent mean? Repent means change your mind. Yeah. Remember, the purpose of God was the same because Moses was still a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, mm -hmm. and Israel. But what was making what God was about to do evil? <laughs> I don't know if somebody is catching this. Yeah. The Bible is saying that Moses is saying, Lord, repent of this evil. What made what God wanted to do was evil because he promised to, to Abraham, to Israel, that he was going to bring his people out of Israel of Egypt and he was going to bring them to a place that was blessed mm -hmm. even though Moses was their descendant him making a new covenant with Moses was not going to be different because he was still their descendant yeah. so the purpose was still the same but Moses told him what will your reputation be to people mm -hmm. because these people don't know that these people have sinned against you they will just say, if God worked so hard to bring them out of there and he can destroy them, then he is not a good God. Yeah. So Moses was like, you know, God was like, you know what, Moses? You have a point. I am right, but it will appear evil to people who don't know what is happening on the inside. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says God changed his mind. I don't know if this is a teaching for some people here. <laughs> Go to the book of Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 1. Verse 1. The evil was for God not to fulfill his promise. If God did not fulfill his promise, then it was an evil. It was an evil thing. So what is evil? We'll do a whole series on what is evil. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, read. Uh -huh. Jeremiah 15, verse 1. Then said the Lord unto me, mm -hmm. Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my mind could not be towards this people. Mm -hmm. Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. Again, one more time. Then said the Lord unto me, mm. Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, 
yet my mind could not be towards this people. Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. Notice God is saying that even if Moses and Samuel are before me, I will not change my mind concerning these people. These people's mind, they are, they are hard-headed. Let them go into slavery. Isn't God changing his mind? He's telling you that Moses and Samuel could change God's mind. But on this one, he said, I am not changing my mind. Notice his purpose still remains the same because he's telling them, for I know the plans that I have for you are to give you a hope and a future. <laughs> you will go through this, but it will change you for the better. I wish somebody could hear me. Uh, maybe this teaching is not for everyone. Let me, let me stop. So we see through this that God can change his mind. Yeah. If you go to Genesis chapter number 6, when God made Moses, when God made uh, uh, Adam in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, and God saw everything that God was saying, it was good. It is good. It is good. God was glad that he made somebody in his image and likeness. <coughs> But you go to Genesis chapter 6, you see God saying, I am regretting making human beings. God is sorry. Yeah. He's, the Bible literally says, and God was sorry that he made man. Kelvin, <laughs> uh, I can, Kelvin, Kari says, I can hear you from Ghana. God bless Ghana because of you. The character of God does not change because only good things come from him, but his mind can change. If you're hard-headed, God can refuse to bless you, but be, he will bless your son. <laughs> He's still going to bless, but he may skip you. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep sharing, people. You're, you're not motivating me. Let me go and see YouTube. YouTube, are you there? So the primary cause of stagnancy in believers is because your mind doesn't change. <laughs> You are stagnant and stuck in the old ways. You never grew from where God found you. You remained in the same place that God met you. Hallelujah. Let me see YouTube. YouTube looks like they are more excited than Facebook. Facebook does not want to share this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you remain the same because you refuse to grow. A Christian who refuse, refuses to grow is a stagnant Christian. 
Revelation comes to stretch you. Revelation comes to expand you. Periscope, Periscope is on fire. Revelation comes to stretch you. Let me, let me take you to the scriptures real quick. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter three, verse two. Amen. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians three two. Mm-hmm. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hereto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. Mm, keep reading. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, and ye not carnal and walk as men. Mm-hmm. Keep continuing. For ye are yet carnal, mm-hmm. for whereas there is among you envying mm-hmm. and strife and divisions, mm-hmm. are ye not carnal and walk as men. Continue. For while, for while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Mm. Are ye not carnal? Now, notice what Paul is telling them. He's telling them, you people, I've been feeding you milk. <laughs> Let me tell you something that I've realized. Whenever God sends me to a place and I see somebody cannot hear me, I just know they are still in milk level. <laughs> Hello, Facebook. <laughs> Glory be to the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus said this. He said, I am telling you of earthly things and you're not believing. What if I tell you about heavenly things? As a prophet, not only has the Lord shown me a lot, not only has the Lord spoken to me a lot of things, there are things that I will never say because I know it will make people confused and they will run from God because they have not grown to a certain place with God. Notice this, when I, when I did uh, the truth about the blood of Jesus and I said, God died for himself. Everybody was shocked and said, no, God died for us. He didn't die for himself. I already understood that they, are, they don't have understood. They are still babies. Let me tell you, the spirit of the Antichrist is the spirit that denies the divinity of Christ. Anybody that does not know that Jesus is God himself, you are in danger of the spirit of Antichrist deceiving you. If you think that Jesus is a child and there is a God the Father that is bigger than the Son, (laughs) you still don't know who Jesus is. Jesus is God. Father is not a name. Father is a title. Son is not a name. Son is a title. Spirit is not a name. It is a title. But the only name is Jesus. Now ask yourself this question. The Bible says that the name, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and in the earth. 
Now, if the father is different from Jesus, it means he has to bow. Because he's telling you every knees. We know that we were created in the image of God. If I have knees, it means God has knees. So if God is different from Jesus, then he has to bow to Jesus. When people read it says, and Jesus is seated at the right hand of the father. They don't know that it means that the right hand represents power. It means that Jesus is seated in the position of power in God. Meaning if you see Jesus, you have seen the power of God. That is why John says, in the beginning was the word. He does not say in the beginning was God. Ah, but you see, when you start diving into these revelations, people who are used to milk, people who are used to milk, they will never catch this, they will never understand this. They will never walk in greater heights with God. They think that Jesus came on earth. Listen to what the Bible says. He saved us for his name's sake. What does that mean? He died because of his own reputation. <laughs> Nothing to do with us. That is why salvation is a matter of grace. The Bible says you are saved by grace through faith. No human being ever asked God to die for us. God himself incarnated himself into a man went on the cross, gave a sacrifice to himself, and made a deal to himself on behalf of human beings. But somebody who hears that thinks that they don't understand that saying, Jesus died for me, is the same as saying Jesus died for himself. <laughs> because they still don't have greater understanding of spiritual things. I feel like I'm talking to myself. An immature Christian will start arguments. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. An immature Christian will start arguments. They will start arguing and fighting each other. How can God die? <laughs> because they don't understand spiritual things. Hallelujah. Ah, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Ah, la brakatia tabayan de avakase. Let me give you an example of how God stretches you. Let me explain it to you. I am always, I am, ah, the prophet Bernard, God bless you. Look at this. Look at this. When you know Jesus first, you see him as the son of God. First of all, you see him as a boy who was born in a manger. Then you find out that he's the Messiah. <laughs> then you find out that he's God in flesh. Then you find out that he's actually God. <laughs> Then you find out that he's older than Abraham because he has been before Abraham, that he was not created. Then you find out that he's the cornerstone of all creation. Then you come to find out that everything in creation was made by him and through him and for him. So notice, your understanding of Jesus is expanding beyond just, oh, he died for my sins. 
It shows you the greatness and the grandness of God Almighty. Is somebody listening to me? So there are believers who still see him as the son of God. There are believers who still see him as the Messiah. Some people see him as the father is greater than the son. But John, who was the beloved, the closest to Jesus, tells you that Jesus is God. Notice how stretched you are by simply knowing who Jesus really is. When you know who the Lord Jesus is, that is why the Lord Jesus said this to the Pharisees. He says, you seek the scriptures thinking that in them you will find life, but the scriptures are the ones that testify about me. So this Bible that you read, is here to reveal to you who Jesus really is. I feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Glory Fantelino. <laughs> is somebody catching me? <laughs> Hello, are you there? Are you there? So somebody who is still a baby, they cannot discern. They are always wary of deception of the enemy. Yet the Lord Jesus is saying, if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. Meaning an elect can never be deceived. So fear has made people crippled in their growth and their maturity with God. The Bible says, renew your mind by the reading of the word of God. Revelation is progressive. What you have is good, but there is always better. If you cannot do what another one is doing, it means that there is still a greater level and a greater standard to get to. If you cannot do what Moses did, if you cannot do what Elijah did, if you cannot do what Prophet Lovi is doing, it is simple. It means that you have not achieved a certain level. God loves us all. God gave us all his spirit, those who have received him. But why is it that we are not all functioning at the same level? It's because some people's mind has been renewed and others have not. I pray for you that God will make you stretchable. God will make you, will, will increase your capacity to contain a greater portion of him like you have never before experienced. True revelation is progressive. 
What I used to know about angels is not what I know about angels today. What I used to know about God, I always remember when my when my when 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 uh, when my uncle, uh, when my uncle, and 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 uh, was teaching me the things of God. A lot of the things he said, uh, you've you've met you've met my uncle, who is basically the father that raised me, uh, uh, the Reverend Simon Gizulu. When he was teaching me, and 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 my mother Rachel M M Rachel Bueso, when they were they are raising me in the church and teaching me. There's a lot of things they were telling me I did not understand. Every time I talk to my uncle, I tell him, ah, <laughs> what you used to tell me now makes sense. But at that time, it did not make sense because I was still growing. Listen to me, I've had physical encounters with angels. Now when I read the scriptures, I understand what the prophets meant when they said certain things. We move from glory to glory to glory to glory. That's what revelation is. Amen. But if you don't allow God to stretch you and to expand you, you will remain in the same place. The Bible says you cannot put new wine in old wineskin. What does that mean? You cannot pour a new revelation inside somebody who is still carrying old uh, uh, wine, old truth. Because their wineskin is already messed up. It will corrupt the taste of the new wine. But God wants us to have an attitude that is always being emptied and new wisdom, new understanding is being poured into us. The Bible says that we are supposed to be conformed to the image of Jesus. Your goal is to become more like Jesus daily. If you're not achieving that goal, you are spiritually stagnant. The Lord Jesus said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Why, is, why aren't people recovering? Why aren't people preaching the truth of God? Because people are still in old wineskin. They were comfortable giving their life to Jesus. But they never grew beyond that. My prayer is that the Lord will remove all the junk you are used to. And put new vitamins, new minerals in your spirit so that you can grow both spiritually and physically. The spirit of stagnancy in man cannot be cast out because it's based on man expanding himself. The demon of stagnancy can be cast out, can be rebuked. But you cannot rebuke your spirit, you cannot rebuke your soul. You can only change. The foundation of God expanding you is humility. Understanding that the, you don't know anything and there is always more to receive. When I am around great men of God, generals of God, I keep quiet and listen. Some of them I know more than they do. But that 1% that they may know that I don't know, if I can be quiet, I can receive it and it will push me to another level.
But the biggest problem we have in the church is that people are not teachable. People are not teachable. No one wants to learn. Everybody knows better. When you understand that God is infinite, hallelujah. When you know that God is infinite, When you know that God is infinite, it humbles you. It means there is more to learn. For a believer, learning never stops. For a true believer, learning never stops. Ask yourself this question. I'm talking to you. Ask yourself this question. Are you teachable? If you cannot be taught by man, you will never be taught by the Spirit of God. If you cannot be instructed by man, you will never be instructed by the Holy Spirit. If you cannot be corrected by man, you will never be corrected by the Holy Spirit. If you cannot be humble before man, you will never be humble before God. If you cannot be corrected by men, you will never be corrected by God. It is deception when people always say, oh, I am ready to, to do the will of God. But if your pastor comes and tells you, can you clean the chairs? You say, ah, do I look like a worker? <laughs> then you're not ready to serve God. If you cannot serve a natural man that God's hand is upon, you cannot serve a God that you can't see. I'm going to continue this message tomorrow. But I want you to consider this. Tomorrow we're having a prophetic service at church. It will be extra deep. The Lord Jesus will move in a mighty way like, like uh, it's going to blow us away. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to finish this in church. So if you're not in the country, I want you to watch it on Facebook, on, Inst on, on Facebook or on YouTube. I want you to keep subscribing to the YouTube if you have not subscribed there. And, uh, and uh, I'm going to expand on this in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in church tomorrow. But I want to pray for you that God will give you a teachable spirit, a teachable heart. Father, let everybody that has heard this begin to mold them even now, begin to shape them even now. That their lives will never be the same again. I pray that, Lord, that this will be the beginning of a new beginning for them. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. 
amen and amen and amen. Remember people, prophetic school, prophetic school, prophetic school. Keep signing up, keep registering. I'm gonna go so deep this time. Uh, this is actually for those who are ready to be stretched. This is not for people who don't want to be stretched. <laughs> God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovey. May God bless you and increase you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi, and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. <music>